The following audio is from the Grove Church Marysville campus. For more information about our church or to listen to previous sermons, check out our website at grove.church. Good morning, everybody. That was me almost missing my cue to be up here. So anyway, thanks for belaboring the song so I could not look like a fool. So, um, hey, today is a great day. It's Baptism Sunday, and a little bit now from now, we're going to celebrate life change. But before we get to that, I just want to mention that, you know, last weekend, as, as we celebrate Resurrection Weekend and, you know, what Jesus did on the cross and then the tomb and, and of course, Resurrection, it was a great Sunday. And, and I just want to stop for a moment and... Um, say thank you to everybody that helped make it happen. I mean, we had like cleaning crews inside and outside for weeks leading up to uh, last Sunday. And uh, we had volunteers from parking to hub to, to, you know, host team and Grove kids and everything. And it just takes obviously way more than a couple people to make all of that happen, the worship team and stuff. And, um, and I just want to say thank you to everybody that helped make it a good experience for the individuals that came and were part of, of, of last Sunday. So thank you so much for all that you did. And I want to take a moment and celebrate that, you know, as we walk through what that means for many of us that would say that we're followers of Christ, we had 125 people say yes to faith in Christ last weekend. And, and again, something something very much worth celebrating, and we're looking forward to just seeing what God does as those individuals are challenged to take steps. There's some discipleship steps that we have, and baptism, of course, is one of those steps that we're going to talk about. But last week was a weekend to celebrate because of what Christ has done, and what I love is this weekend is a weekend to celebrate because of of the stories that you're going to hear about life change. And so um, we're going to do some baptisms, but we talk about baptism quite a bit. And if you read the Bible at all and you go through the Gospels and you go through the book of Acts, you see baptism happening over and over and over. And as we talk about it, there's individuals that you might go, well, what exactly is this about? And I want to walk you through. And by the way, this is not just for those that are new to faith in Christ or trying to figure things out about faith in Christ or whatever. This is for all of us. So I hope you kind of tune in to the conversation. First of all, baptism is a public declaration of an inward transformation. And, and really what, what that means for the person that, that's going to stand in the tank today or the people that are going to get in here is that, that their lives have been changed significantly because of what Christ has done. They've taken a step to choose to make him the Lord of their lives, and they're going public with that step. The second thing is this. Baptism is the next step for those who put their faith in Christ. We see over and over in Scripture this idea that they believed and were baptized, or they repented and were baptized. And literally, it means in those instances that oftentimes it was one moment inviting Jesus to be the Lord of their lives, and the next moment finding water and getting baptized. And so it's something that we believe is a simple next step. But we say it this way. We believe the only biblical next step for those who put their faith in Christ is water baptism. And again, you can get into a life group and get connected in discipleship. You can learn to read the Bible and pray. You can gather in environments like this. You can even volunteer on things like a host team or whatever. But biblically, the only next step for anyone who has put their faith in Christ is water baptism. And so we encourage people to understand if you're looking to take a step, and you haven't taken that step, it's your time. But what I want to mention today, and I want to walk through, is Romans chapter 6. Very briefly, but I want to look at the words of Paul as he wrote to the church in Rome and ask this question, what does baptism symbolize? And I want to answer that, but I want you to think about it. Maybe you've asked the question, what is baptism about, or what does it symbolize? And Paul says this in Romans 6, 3. 
Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, follow me here because what Paul is going to do is he's going to be, he's going to create a progression for you and I to try to wrap our heads around. And I'm going to try to try to make this as simple as possible. But he says that we're baptized into Christ Jesus. We're baptized into his death. Why does he say that? Why does he have to say we're baptized into his death? If it's just a public declaration of the transformation, why is baptism about death? And this is a picture he paints. Verse four says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. And I want you to focus on that word buried. When he says we were buried, what he's saying is when you and I go down into the watery grave of baptism, it's symbolism of laying down our old lives before Christ in the water. That's the burial part of the conversation. And then he continues with this. He says we were, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, In order that, okay, this is the next step, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of God the Father, we too may live a new life. Now I'm going to read this and I'm going to go back and explain it, okay? Verse 5. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. Think coming out of the water. Okay. Now follow with me for we know verse six that our old self, here's a word, was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that. We should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now I know this is a lot. Okay. I'm going to make this as simple as I can because what Paul is doing is trying to help all of us understand this progression. The first thing to understand is this, and this is overly simplified. Number one, belief in Christ is crucifixion of self, okay? So we believe, that's the first step. We believe in what Jesus has done. That's crucifixion. The second step is going down in the waters of baptism. So baptism is burial. And when we come up out of the water, that symbolism as Christ was resurrected, we come up in new life with Christ, And so that's the progression that I want everyone to understand. But I want you to notice specifically that there's something about that last step that matters for every single one of us in the room, whether we've been in this thing for decades or we're new to faith in Christ and just kind of getting in the door. Let me say it this way. By believing in Jesus We're crucifying our flesh, our own selves, okay? Which is what last week, 125 people believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. By getting baptized, our old lives are being buried as Jesus was. And finally, as we come up out of the water, the idea is we're no longer slaves to sin because we are resurrected spiritually to a Christ-centered existence. So here's a quick question that I want to pose for all of us in the room. If you say you're a follower of Christ, are you living a spirit-surrendered life? What I mean by that is, are you crucifying yourself? Are you laying down the desires you want, the things that God would say, don't do that, but you're like, but I want to, I feel, whatever, but, but instead dying to that, Because that's what Paul is saying. We're dead to that way of living. It's been crucified. And we've been buried in baptism. And we're coming up new in Christ, meant to live a new life. Now, the reason he says this goes back to verses 1 and 2 very briefly. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning 
that grace may increase. What was happening is people were saying yes to faith in Christ, but nothing about their lives were changing. And Paul is saying, that's not okay. And they would say, well, wait a minute. The more I sin, the more God's grace becomes evident to people because I can be forgiven of all that sin. And so people can see how gracious God is. And Paul's like, by no means, that's foolishness. He says, we, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning that grace may increase? That's what he's saying. By no means, we are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? And that's where he's painting the picture of, wait a minute, if you believe you've crucified yourself, if you've been baptized, you're laying your life down, dead, old life in the water, you're coming up in a new life that you're called now to live out. As Dr. Phil would say, how's that going for you? <laughs> but, but, but that's really what he's getting to. That's the life we're called to live. Now, let me say this, because we're going to have, and we got people that signed up, and, and they're going to line up over here and get baptized in just a couple of minutes. But as we do that, I want to challenge you that maybe you were one of the whole group of people that last Sunday raised their hand and invited Jesus to be the Lord of their lives, but you haven't been water baptized yet. Or maybe months ago or years ago, we had a gal in first service today at 71 years old say, I've been following Jesus for a lot of years, but I've never been water baptized. So I don't care if it was a week ago and you said, I want to invite Jesus to be the Lord of my life, or it was a long time ago or months ago or whatever. If you haven't been water baptized, that is the only biblical next step for you. So if you're here today and maybe you had no idea that, that you know baptism is going on, but here's what I'm saying. I'm talking to you that you need to take this step. Said as clearly as I can, as I've said before, it means you came in dry, you should leave wet. Because here's what happens. Happens all the time. People will come to a service, hear about baptism, go, hmm, I should do that. And they leave, and months go by, and years go by, and life goes on, and they never, ever took that next step. So if you're here today, and you've given your life to Jesus Christ and said yes to what he's done for all of your sin, then it's time for you to take the next step and get baptized. Now, you go, well, I don't have clothes. That's where it gets really good. Because what happened is, we, a while ago, in bulk, bought shorts and shirts in all sizes. And if you're saying today, well, I can't because I don't have a change of clothes, we've got clothes for you. And you go, well, wait a minute. It's going to be awkward for me to go out and change in the bathroom over here. No, no, no. What we've done is, see, it says men over here and women over here because we have, you thought, well, you're supposed to sit separate in this church. And so you're over here going, honey, I'll see you after service because she's over here and you're over here. That's not what we meant at all. So I'm sorry about that if you're new and that's what happened. We don't sit separate, it's okay. But here's the deal. It's because back here for men, we've created dressing rooms and there's every size of shorts and shirts so that you can take this step. And for ladies, the same thing over here, that you can go, you know what, let's remove every excuse for why, yeah, I should think about that. It's as simple as this because we see it over and over in the book of Acts. They believed and immediately over and over, they believed and were baptized, all in the same moment. If you believe, then get baptized. And so I want to challenge you that maybe you're sitting here going, I think he's talking to me. Oh, no, my heart's racing. Uh oh, he looked at me because he knows. I'm telling you, I believe you got to take a step. And don't be afraid to take steps or make excuses for why you can't take steps. Some of you go, yeah, but do you know how long it took me to do my hair and my makeup, but it's going to run all over? We don't care. It doesn't matter that you look like Alice Cooper and you come up out of the tank and go, wow, who cares? Get over it. Because here's the deal. We're not going to see you come up out of the water and go, oh, my word. 
No, we're going to go, yes, life changed. Somebody taking a step. That's worth celebrating. Can I get an amen? amen. So here's what we're going to do. In a moment, I'm just going to pray a simple prayer. But if you know that you're going, man, I gave my life to Christ whenever it might have been, but I haven't taken this step, I am absolutely talking to you. And I don't care if you're in the balcony and go, well, I'm too far away, or you're on the main floor and going, well, but I got to say excuse me and get out of the you know, aisle or whatever. Who cares? We believe it's important to take steps in our faith. And this is the only biblical next step if you've given your life to faith in Christ. Father, today, I, I, I want to paint it as clear as I can. I want to look at what Paul is saying because it matters and, and, and go, what does it mean for us to be obedient? And God, I believe wholeheartedly in the picture that Paul paints for the church is that, hey, look it, if you've believed, that means you've crucified yourself. You're, you're, you're laying your life down and as you get baptized, that's the next step. You come up and going, I'm new and I want to walk in new life, surrendered to the Holy Spirit. And God, even as we surrender in these moments today, my prayer is that individuals sitting here today, some have already signed up and we're gonna line up and we're gonna baptize and it's gonna be fun. But some are literally going, um, I think that's me. And my simple prayer today is, is whether it is balcony or it's main floor, whatever, that we would lay aside excuses for why it doesn't work today and go, you know what? I, I do wanna be obedient. I do believe it matters. And I wanna say it as clear as I can, but I'm not the one who compels. The Bible says it's the spirit that would compel each person to say, you know what? I wanna get out of my comfort zone. I need to take a step and go change and come in here. I'm going to get baptized today. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray people wouldn't leave here for making up reasons or thinking of reasons why they shouldn't, but instead surrender and realize that they should. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Grove Church Marysville Sermon Podcast. If you want to keep up with us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at grove.church.